So I was scrolling through Instagram one day and saw a post that said the Ku Klux Klan was a 501c3. That made me extremely curious, so I went on one of their websites. I didn't find any information about them being a 501c3, but I did just happen to peruse their frequently asked questions tab. Why? I don't know. Curiosity, I guess. Anyway, I was very amused by the answers they had to the questions that were given. And I decided to do this episode to make sure that I wasn't crazy. Uh, Let's just get into it. Welcome, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, to another episode of Jacob Seed Podcast. I hope your week's been going well. I hope your day's been going well. I hope everything for you has been going well. Listen, um, I want to thank all of you for your continued support. I want to ask that you share this episode, like this episode, review this episode on whatever podcast platform that you are listening to, as well as stay tuned to the end of this episode so you can get information um, on how to follow the show and myself on social media, um, as well as get the information on how to leave a voicemail on the show's voicemail so that your questions and comments can be heard on an upcoming episode of Jacob C podcast. So you heard right. Um, I went to a Ku Klux Klan website. I was curious. I was curious. Saw something on Instagram that said, Hey, the, uh, the Ku Klux Klan, um, are 501c3 protected, which I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they were, I didn't see anything necessarily on this website that proved that. Um, and this is, I'm not going to name the party of it cause I don't want to, um, I don't want to promote this, this hateful, vile, ridiculous, evil, uh, group, but I didn't find any information about this particular branch of the Ku Klux Klan being a 501 C three, but I did see that they had a frequently asked questions tab, um, known to most people as the FAQ tab. So I perused through it, read the questions and, and know that, on most frequently asked questions tabs, all of them, rather, the organization that has them, they created the questions and they created the answers. So um, if if some of you are not familiar with most websites, I'm not going to assume that everybody just peruses the Internet all the time. Um, most websites have a frequently asked questions tab. So what a company will do is they will put uh, what they believe would be questions that people would have about their company and they would provide those answers. Uh, usually if those questions and answers that were provided on that website did not suffice, uh, they would give a phone number or email where you can follow up and ask more questions or whatnot. I can really care less about the Ku Klux Klan, so I'm not emailing or calling them. So, but, 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 their frequently asked questions tab is quite amusing. Obviously, it's full of lies, misdirection, and all that good stuff, but... Like I said in the beginning, I wanted to read some of these and the answers just to make sure. So you all can hear as well, just to make sure that I'm not crazy. And thinking that this the answers to these questions are completely crazy. Maybe I'm living in a different world than these people. Uh, Maybe these people are living in a different world than all of us, given these questions. So let's jump right into it. The first question reads. What is your number one goal? Okay, y'all gonna get a kick out of this one now. 
What is the Ku Klux Klan's number one goal? We want to stop. This is what they say now. We want to stop white genocide. This seems absurd to some people. You bet it does. They look around and they don't see masses of white bodies flooding down a river as one might see with the victims of the Rwandan genocide of recent years. They don't turn on the evening news and see the bodies of the massacred white people laid out in a field or in a street. They think white genocide is a joke or some crazy idea that we come up with. They don't take it seriously. Oh, little Tink Tink. Man. Again, am I crazy or are there really a bunch of Anglo-Americans, European-Americans, Europeans around the world, Russians, um, whatever other part of this world they live in? Is there some mass grave that we don't know about that hasn't been discovered? Are there some mass terror attacks going on that's not making um, the ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, uh, Fox News, uh, British Broadcasting News, uh, Times, New York Magazine, Washington Post. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I'm almost lost for words on this one, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm not seeing it. Now, we have had instances here in America where you have a, you know, you know had a, um, a country concert shot up. I'm sure that was majority white folks. Um, there was a nightclub in Florida, white folks, uh, school shootings are white folks. Um, the, the theater shooting white folks, the Planned Parenthood shootings, white folks, but the criminals suspects and the people pulling the trigger every single time in all of those instances, you named it white folks. So if it is white genocide going on, it's done by their own people. So I guess if they want to stop genocide, they need to stop themselves. I mean, I don't I don't really know Um, the genocide, the real genocide that's happening in the real world right now, um, as we live and breathe, I see is on black and brown people. I do see the way that uh, the police departments in every county, in every city, have an issue with um, killing our, our, our black and brown people. Just because of the color of their skin, all of a sudden they are a threat. They can be small, big, little. It doesn't make a difference. For some reason, if you have dark skin, you are a threat to the police officers. I also see uh, how they gather us close together in close-knit communities with some people like to call ghettos or hoods. And they deprive those places of adequate um, food options, um, adequate education. Um, they have poor prenatal care in those areas. And oftentimes there is no help. Um, they flood the place with crime, drugs, all these things. Uh, we've seen this the start of it in the 80s and it's continued to happen until this day. I see that systematic institutional genocide that's going on right now in every black and brown neighborhood in the United States of America. And I'm sure a lot of places around the world where either the media is purposely not showing it or you just don't have access to those areas to uh, to present that news. All right. 
So, yeah, I don't know about this white genocide that they claim is going on, but we do see um, the systematic genocide of black and brown people each and every day. Next question says, why do you think, and I don't know if I'm going to get through all these questions. They're, they're just amusing to me. So I had to read them. I, I, had, I had to read these so that you all can hear the foolishness that is out there, the mindset of some of these people. Okay. So now you can see kind of where they're coming from and how that they can back a president, uh, our, current, uh, our current president, the 45th president of the United States of America, uh, when he can clearly does wrong. He's groping women. Um, there's there's nude pictures of his wife all over the Internet. What what first lady has nude pictures of themselves? This is a first. This this is a horrid family. I'm a backwards family, um, a family with no honor. Um, the wife posts nude pictures. Um, the, uh, our president, uh, I shouldn't say our president, because this country clearly is not ours. Um, we don't belong here. We know we were taken uh, from the West Coast of Africa via the land of Canaan. Um, by way of the land of Canaan, uh, because of our disobedience and we were scattered through the four corners of the earth. But anyhow, the president of this country, the United States of America, he's a thief. He's a liar. He's a sexual assaulter. Um, he's an embezzler and the list goes on and on and on and on. But I will make this prediction. I can be wrong. I think because of prophecy, he's, he's being impeached at the moment. Um, I think he will be impeached, but I think the Senate will acquit him of all charges and i believe that he will be elected for a second term in 2020 and he will do what he does so um we'll see that continue to play out in the news but let's go on to this next question why do you think you are so superior to anyone else the answer we don't care who is superior and who isn't God made us all. We simply believe that the United States of America was founded as a white Christian nation. We base this belief on many writings of our founding fathers, as well as the Declaration of Independence. We believe there are those who hate the concept of Western civilization, Christianity, and wish to turn the United States into a different type of nation than it was originally intended by our ancestors. We think it would be terrible if white Christians ceased to exist and we are working to preserve and to promote their interests. We feel the concepts of Christianity benefit all people, regardless of color. The fact is we have the right to love our children and our heritage. Even if the white race was but mere cavemen and cave women, we still have the right to protect and advance our people. OK, this definition of racism, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, according to Webster's, a belief or doctrine that inherent that inherent oh, excuse me, a belief or doctrine that inherent differences among the various human races groups determine cultural or individual achievement, usually involving the idea that one's own race is superior, that one's own race is superior. I'll repeat it one more time, that one's own race is superior and has the right to dominate others or that a particular racial group is inferior to the others. So by um by oh, what's the word i'm looking for i guess i'll just say by default because i can't think of the word i'm looking for by default if they're saying that they don't believe that they're superior they're automatically saying that we are inferior and also if you notice their whole goal is to push the idea of christianity wait a minute so one of the most violent racist vile 
terrorist groups this world has ever seen. Number one, the religion they choose is Christianity. Number two, the religion they choose to protect is Christianity, white evangelicalism. And number three, that's where a lot of even our black churches get their information from. They're informed a lot by the white evangelical church. How do I know this? Because I, uh, before coming into the truth, I was raised in the black church. When I came to college, um, I, for the majority of the time, um, was in white evangelical churches, uh, whether you want to call them, um, they call themselves diverse churches um, or non-denominational churches or Presbyterian churches. I was there. And trust me, uh, (laughs) our, our, unfortunately, a lot of our African-American pastors and leaders, um, although they preach, uh, whether it's uh, pro-blackness or whatever it may be, um, they look to these white leaders in Christianity um, for their marching orders. It just is what it is. Now, that's not true with every last one of them, but the majority of them, it is, it's very true. And we see here that the Ku Klux Klan, one of their main missions is to preserve white Christianity. So we see that Christianity in itself is a religion that is not for us. Now, we understand that the Bible is not the white man's book. Our Bible was stolen from us. Uh, it was uh, gentrified. Now, that's the new way of saying it. The old way of saying it was it was colonized. It was whitewashed and it continues to be whitewashed. Uh, you never let anybody tell you that that book, that our history book, the history of the Hebrew Israelites, uh, the history of, of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, um, the history of Moses, the history of our Savior, Yahusha, is, has anything to do with anybody else outside of the seed of Jacob. Now, I'm not saying that only the seed of Jacob will be saved in the coming days. We know there uh, we know that the prophecies in Ezekiel and Isaiah uh, say that other nations will cling to us. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is that book is our book. It's not a Catholic book. It's not a, a Presbyterian book. It's not a Baptist book. Um, it's not a, um, Episcopalian book. It's not an AME book. All right. It's not a, uh, uh, um, Methodist book or whatever other Christian denomination that, um, you want to call out. That is a book written by and written for Hebrews. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Next question. Next question says, why do you hate black people, Asian people, etc.? Oh, y'all gonna love this one. Y'all gonna love this one. The answer is, this is a misconception by many pe- that many people have. Most have this idea about the Klan because of the entertainment industry. The entertainment industry, which includes movie makers, TV producers, publishing houses, national news agencies, are very liberal in their beliefs and agendas. This same industry also makes fun of Christians in general. Christians are portrayed as uptight, insensitive, narrow-minded, dull-burning, bigoted people who never have a good time. If you are a white Christian who believes in the old-time gospel of racial separation, then you are in for even a bigger slew of hogwash. They will portray you as mean, sinister, revengeful, psychotic, illiterate, and filled with rage toward those who aren't white. This only helps move the liberal agenda forward. 
Unfortunately, there are some small, mm, small clan groups who play right into their hands. Some people have perhaps been victims of non-white attackers. Victims of a non-white attacker will watch TV or Hollywood movie about the clan and then think that this is the way the Klansmen are supposed to act. Maybe they lost a job due to affirmative action or were victimized in some other way. They will then grow hateful. Or, of course, these individuals won't have to look very hard to find a Hollywood movie or TV show which tells them the way they are now supposed to act. Without really learning anything about the true Ku Klux Klan, they proceed on their own, start a little Klan group, and then vent their rage by saying the most idiotic things on TV talk shows. This gives the true believers a bad name, and they in no way whatsoever represent the thousands of good men and women of the Knights. So, I guess the good women, men and women of the Knights, I guess they just hang people for the hell of it. I guess they just drag people out of their homes and rape them for the hell of it. I, I guess uh, they burn crosses in people's yards just for the fun of it. I guess they organize these picnics, grab the closest Negro they could find, hang him up on a tree, chop off his arms, his legs. Throw tar on him and burn him and celebrate with the whole community just for the fun of it. These are the good men and women of the Knights. Really? A small group? So I guess, they, I guess they just completely forgot about the whole uh, end of the 19th century up into the 20th century where the Klan had a stronghold on the southern states and states like Missouri, Indiana, they just, Ohio, they just forgot about all that, huh? It's just a small group of people that's out here ruining the names of all these good Klansmen. Isn't that ridiculous that they get indignant and get upset when they are labeled as a whole group of people when... According to them, only a small group of them are doing some crazy stuff. So I wonder if they feel that way. And as a Christian, you're supposed to have empathy for people and you're supposed to treat people how you would want to be treated. I wonder I wonder how they come to the conclusion that all black people do X, Y, Z, that all Hispanic people do X, Y, Z. You see, because that's what racist white people like the Ku Klux Klan do. One person of color does something out of order, out of pocket. Now, all black people are violent. Now, all black people are liars, thieves, don't take care of their kids, want something from the government. And they don't see the rest of us who are thriving. Uh, they don't see the rest of us who are contributing to society. They don't see the rest of us who are taking care of our children. They don't see the rest of us who aren't on drugs, who aren't violent. And let me tell you something. Those people are not the um, exception to the rule. The black men that take care of their children, they are the rule. The mothers and fathers that go to work each and every day to provide for their households are the rule. Those 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 black and brown people who are out uh, 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 trying to make a better place for the future, for their children, for their community, who's who's providing a good contribution to whatever society that they're in. That is the rule. Now, 
we believe different because the media who, according to the Ku Klux Klan, is a liberal media. Well, this liberal media sounds real conservative to me because their number one goal is to vilify people who look like me, a black man and a black woman, a person of color. Each and every day on the media, you see someone who has dark skin doing something they're not supposed to do. Knowing that in that same county, in that same city, probably a few blocks away from that, with that crime happening, some white person did, if not the same crime, something worse. I know this because I was on Twitter today and somebody posted about the uh, there's a young girl that um, she uh, she created a hoax. She told her friends, her boyfriend, um, that she wanted to stage a kidnapping because her mother would not let her date this guy. This guy was um, in a, uh, a gang organization and her mother would not let her date him. So she staged a kidnapping. The her boyfriend snatched her away from her mama, threw her in a car, threw the mama down, sped off. There was Amber Alerts. And of course, the state troopers and all this stuff was looking for this girl. A lot of tax dollars were spent. Understandable. A lot of people got upset saying the girl should face charges and all this stuff. So I'm looking on Twitter and they're going in on this girl. Right. Uh, they're putting a picture up there saying how troublesome she is. She needs a butt whooping. Um, majority of these people are white folks saying this, too. So to be to make the planes even. Uh, of course, I went on the Internet and searched to see if somebody recent of uh, the white race, so-called white race, had um, orchestrated a fake kidnapping in the same area. Well, lo and behold, a New York man earlier this year, around March, orchestrated a hoax, uh, his own kidnapping so that he can get away from some gambling debt that he had. I don't remember that being big news at all. I don't remember that making national newspapers. I don't remember that making Twitter at all. But when we do something out of pocket, it makes every single news outlet. It makes it on the newspaper. It's cycled around social media as if this is the norm for a so-called African-Americans and people of color. They try to make us monolithic. I think I'm using the right word. They're trying to make us monolithic. They're trying to make us all one. When we are, we are a dynamic people. Um, even in this movement, everybody who's a, he, uh, a Hebrew Israelite, um, there's people who don't like being called Hebrew Israelites. Some people want to be called Messianic Israelites. Uh, some people want to be called um, Ivri Yasharel. Uh, there's people who believe in water baptism, don't believe in water baptism. There's those who uh, even still believe in the speaking of tongues and don't believe in the speaking of tongues. Uh, there's assemblies and camps out there where some women wrap their heads, some women don't wrap their heads. Uh, some women wear pants, some women don't wear it. It, it goes we're, we're dynamic, even in this awakening. And the beauty about that is that we all have different personalities and different skills to bring to a situation. Now, sometimes we do disagree with one another, and that's OK as long as we do it in love. Speaking of those who are in the truth. But if they were to look at us, they would think we were all the same. We were all the same. So if one of us gets out of pocket, the whole awakening 
would be destroyed or they would plant someone to do that. And we've seen that recently, um, even with the stuff that's gone down in New Jersey. Um, anyway, it's funny that they think like that, but then they don't have empathy for those who are thought like that as well. So it proves that they're, they're hypocrites and they're a bunch of BS. Here's this next one. Y'all get a kick out of this one too. Why do you kill black people? <laughs> oh man, listen to this answer. This is almost, this is their answer now. This is almost too stupid of a question to answer. But since some mislead person, misled person is probably going to ask, even though it isn't frequently asked, we'll answer it in this section. We don't kill black people. <laughs> oh, man. I'll keep reading. This is amusing. I'll keep reading. They say we don't kill black people. This is another misconception about the Klan. What is true is that there have been men in the past, see they keep blaming these people in the past, who joined the clan in order to benefit from the wearing of the robe and the hood to be able to commit a crime against some, someone they did not like. This was not the objective of, a, of the clan, but only the uh, uh, prerogative of some misfits in the 60s. Wow. So we're just going to forget about the, uh, the 30s, the 40s. 50s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. Uh, yeah, you may not wear a hood anymore. Uh, you may wear a badge now. You may uh, have a have a gavel in your hand. Uh, you may be a prosecutor now. You may be on the jury. Um, you may be a politician. And there now are many sly ways of killing us by not providing clean water to Flint by shutting down schools as a school board member, by not allowing people to get uh, access to get health care and food, by allowing police officers to shoot down black and brown people, get off scot-free, go to another district, another county, and apply for another job and get it. Or, as in New York, and Mayor Bill, Blas Bill, Bill Blasio, whatever the hell his name is, who has a black wife and a black son, will not fire a police officer for choking a innocent citizen to death. Hmm. And you all don't kill black people. And that's just recently. We don't even have to go all the way back uh, to history where you guys were the slave patrol and you would kill slave uh, uh, um, our ancestors who were trying to escape uh, chattel slavery. Or as I mentioned before, all the ones who were hung up on a tree all the babies who were used as gator bait. Oh, you kill you. You have killed and you do kill black and brown people each and every day. Um, skip that one. That's stupid. It says, OK, here goes one. Why are there so many different clans groups? The name Ku Klux Klan is in the public domain. This means anyone can use the name Ku Klux Klan. They can use it for good reasons or they can use it for bad reasons. There are around 200 different clans group in the nation. They are all locally based or at the most generally based. Most of these groups remain local because they want to do things in their own way. They all use this terminology and ceremony of the 20s and are fraternity styled. They are not publicly or politically focused and resemble a club. <laughs> They're not politically focused. Yeah, right. The average size of the clan clubs are six to 15 people. 
There are a group of regional clan groups with an average membership of 50 to 75. Usually they are led by uh, sincerely motivated individuals. However, because they have no national affiliation, their group, their growth activities and goals are limited. Um, let's see. It says, why do you wear a robe and hood? It says the members of the Knights have only one occasion in which they wear the traditional robe and hood. The robe and hood is worn for the Christian cross lighting ceremony, which is held once a year during the National Klan Congress um, at its headquarters. We do not wear the robe at rallies or during um, literature distrib uh, distributions. We do not march down the streets in robes and hoods. If you see a Klan group and they are wearing robes and hoods, they are not with the National Klan group of the night. So I guess this is a particular uh, group here. As I said, there are many groups around the nation uh, because I know right here in my city uh, when the, we were they were doing the whole taking down of all the statues uh, we had the statue of Nathan Bedford Forrest in the middle of our city. Um, well, actually not in the middle. It is in what they call the medical district. Um, he is the founder of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, so he's sitting on this high horse um, just gazing over the medical district. Him and his wife are buried beneath the statue as well. There's, there's actually a city not far from here in Arkansas that's called Forest City, Arkansas, named after him, um, as well as in Tennessee, a national park, Nathan Beckford Forest State Park, or a state park, I would say, that's named after him as well. Um, so when they were taking down this statue, uh, whatever group that's here in this area decided they want to put on their robes and they wanted to march down the street. I'm sure you could probably Google it and look it up. I'm sure there's articles about it or whatnot. Um, so, yes. The Klan does march down the street. I don't I don't know why they would say that they don't do that. So I guess they're the ones that don't. I guess they're the good Klan members. All right. I guess they're the good Klan members. Um, says, why do you burn crosses? Many have been led to believe that Klan burns a cross as an act of. Um, I'm sorry. What does it say? Many have many have been led to believe that the Klan burns the burns the cross as an act of. Uh, desecrating a Christian symbol. Nothing could be further from the truth. The lighted cross is an old symbol used on the hillsides of Scotland. Many churches today use the lighted cross as a symbol. The Methodist church uses the cross with flames as its base sweeping up and around the cross. The Lutheran church uses the symbolism. When the Klan was founded, they were not. There was no electricity. They could not light up a cross the way the light you light up a Christmas tree. Fire was used. The fire was used to symbolize the fiery light of Christ, a metaphor often used in the Bible. The cross obviously is a symbol of Christianity. The cross lighting ceremony gives honor to Jesus Christ. Man, are they going to be upset when Yahushua cracks that sky and he comes down with his white, with his white fro, woolly hair, brown skin as if it was burnt in a furnace on that white horse and they are going to be so fire hot that all this time they thought that they was uh, uh, commemorating a white Jesus that this man of color, this strong man of color is going to come out of that sky, man, I would, I would love to be a horse fly just to see some of the reactions uh, when he cracks that sky and a black man comes off that horse. And they have to bow down to worship him. Because right now they're, they're worshiping uh, 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 Caesarea Borgia, a son of one of the popes, who they believe to be Jesus Christ, who we call Yahusha. 
um, our Savior, our Hamashiach. So they, they claim to do this to honor Christ. Isn't that crazy? A white racist terrorist group honoring a dark-skinned, woolly-haired Savior. Hmm. They obviously don't, they don't read their Bible the right way. Oh, man. Um, they have some more. Um, okay, this is a good one. It says, what role does religion play in the nights? It says, we require for our members to profess a belief in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We do not require that person to belong to any particular denom denomination. The Knights is not, however, a religious organization. The Knights is a is a political organization. Now, remember, they said they had no political uh, uh, affiliation. Now they're saying they are a political organization who seeks to one day place Christian men and women in seats of public office, which every single outside of the recent um, Congress that we have, because now we have some um, we have some Muslims in our Congress now in our Congress in the United States Congress now. Um, but the majority of every all presidents, all Republicans, and I would I would dare to say about 80 to 90 percent of all Democrats and other uh, um, political groups claim to be some type of Christian. All right. So I don't know where they're getting this information from. Um, it says as many pro as many project that the United States may be one day uh, become blanketed. And states rights become more important than ever and regional politics will be at the core of the future third party success. So they're trying to they're out here trying to create a third party full of Klansmen. And I guess they don't realize that Klansmen already sit in the chambers of the U.S. Uh, of the U.S. Congress, as well as every 50 state uh, Congress as well. They already in there. Um, but 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 that should be a caveat. I, I had this conversation with my coworker. Um, I think he was watching a video or something about uh, some some little white kids were hunting. They had to be like eight or nine. And he was amazed at the at the small age of these kids being able to handle this big old shotgun or these rifles. Right. And I told him, I said, man, they they started a young age doing all these things. You know, we got and which is not bad. Our, our, usually our kids are very good in athletics and all that great stuff. Um, and some of our kids like my child, she's very smart and she would be a great coder and all that great stuff. Um, another one of my, my other two children are very athletic, um, but we, for whatever reason, uh, focus on sports or um, some, time, some type of art, right, for our children, in which those things are not bad. I'm not, don't hear me say that those things are bad because they are not. Um, that, is, that, is, that, is what, that is what a lot of us are good at. Um, and you should use that. And in my opinion, you should use that talent. Um, and don't diminish that talent from your child because that that talent can be used to create a platform where we can further um, uh, further talk about and bring to light the truth to our brothers and sisters who are scattered to the four corners of the earth. So don't hear me say that any of those skills, whether it be athletics or art or a bad thing, because they are not. We've always been athletic and we've always been artful. All right. But my point was that these these kids are given guns and trained in gun safety at a very young age. Our kids know nothing about it. They I was watching um, Karate Kid, the one with Jaden Smith with my kids. And there's a scene where he um, he runs into like this dojo or something like that. 
um, this area where all these kids are training, uh, doing karate. And it's hundreds of little Asian kids doing karate. And I was like, wow, it's crazy that they're over there making soldiers while our kids over here playing Fortnite video games, right? Um, so I would say that it's very important if you have not started now. It doesn't have to be guns if you're uncomfortable with guns. But at least teach your children or, or take them somewhere where they can learn hand-to-hand combat. Um, they can learn self-defense. Um, they can learn how to farm. Um, they can learn just how to survive um, in a day and age that is coming where we will not take the mark of the beast and you won't be able to buy or sell anything. So you need to learn how to protect yourself and you need to know how to feed yourself. All right. Let's see if there's any more interesting uh, questions up in here, up in here. Uh, they have some stuff about the First Amendment, just pretty much protecting their hate speech. Um, yeah, that that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Um, I, yeah, I don't really see. So then it talks about, um, you know, the Nazis. Are they part of the Nazis? And of course, they're going to say no to that. Um, so it's just a bunch of another crazy stuff again. I I just I just happen to jump on this site because I was like, man, somebody said there was a 501c3 happened to come on there frequently asked tab and just saw some crazy stuff. Start reading. It was very amused. I was like, man, I need to put this on a Jacob C podcast episode to make sure that I'm not the crazy one here. Um, and as you guys have heard, these answers are ridiculous. We know that all these answers are lies. Uh, the Klan has always been a vile, violent terrorist group um, for whatever reason that this government chooses not to keep in check. Um, and we know that many of them have joined our police forces. Many of them are judges. Many of them are prosecutors. Um, many of them are congressmen, uh, state and U.S. congressmen. Um, but I don't say all this stuff to, to get us scared or anything because we know uh, that Elohim has us. We know Yahusha has us. Um, we know that we need to be walking in the spirit, um, ob- ob- observing all the laws, statutes and commandments of the most high. Um, and we know that we are protected. Ah, so I just did this episode just cause I'm like, man, these people are crazy. I want you guys to see, or I guess I want you guys to hear kind of the, um, the background, the ideas, their worldview, how, how warped their worldview is the fact that they believe that white genocide exists. The fact that they believe that they don't kill white people or they don't kill black people. The fact that they believe that they don't believe in a superiority, um, they don't have a superiority complex, um, that they believe that they're somehow a Christian nation. Uh, they are a Christian nation, but somehow they believe that they're honoring the most uh, they're honoring Yahushua HaMashiach by the actions that they do is baffling to me. So now maybe when you see these people on TV, you see them rally, you see them at the Trump rallies or whatnot or whatever other Republican presidents that will be in the future. That's going to be straight up crazy or some of these Democratic uh, uh, presidents, because don't believe for a second that the Democratic Party is any different from the Republican Party when it becomes when it comes to black and brown people. There's racist on both sides of the aisle. There's Klan on both sides of the aisle. Uh, Remember, the Klan first started in the Democratic Party. All right. And some of them just moved to the Republican Party. And I'm sure just like some of us stayed in Babylon, some of them jokers stayed with the Democrats. 
so don't believe otherwise. Uh, but again, brothers and sisters, just just know that there's folks out here uh, that they have some crazy warped views about life and about the world. And they're trying their hardest to take those views and turn them into action and policies. Um, we should not be afraid of this because we know that we are children of the most high and he has us. Um, I just thought I'd share that information with y'all. So as always, seek truth, live it out, inform others. Shalom. Thank you for listening to another episode of Jacob Seed Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. Remember to like, share, and review this podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. And also, you can call into the show and leave a voicemail, a comment, or a question that can be played on the next episode of Jacob Seed Podcast. The call-in number is 901-300-7474. You can also follow Jacob C Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook at Jacob C12, as well as the host on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Yermayahu15. Again, we thank you for your support. And remember to seek truth, live it out, and inform others. Shalom.